Hi guys, Kurt Schlichter here for the Schlichter Podcast. It's called Unredacted, and that's because it's not redacted. It's also been done before. Yes, we have been down this road previously. In, uh, uh, because, well, we have it, I have, because what happened is I did it, and it was brilliant. I mean, it was amazing, and nothing was recorded for some reason which we don't know. So every like four seconds, I'm checking to make sure it's still recording because I know I do this a third time as much as I love you people. And I do love you uh, deeply and passionately. You're sexy and uh, you're amazing. So we're throwing that out there. Uh, you can do with it as you will. Guy in Maine, he has disappeared. I don't mean physically. I mean, he killed himself. There's no real details about it and no one's covering him. And I'm kind of wondering why because he seems like the perfect liberal, uh, see, you, you white military guy that's going to kill people, he's a conservative, because <coughs> he had some tweets, uh, supposedly, can't tell because his Twitter thing's down, they like Trump and blah, 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 so why is he gone? Could it be that, oh, I don't know, he's fucking insane and that doesn't really turn him into the kind of racial or political monster that they need. He's just a fucking nut. And, you know, they didn't... Yeah, he still had his guns. He's not supposed to have guns if you're fucking crazy. Um, so, that would see... He, he would seem to not be a, a, a great example supporting their vision of gun control which is, all you people are dangerous, you shouldn't have guns. Um, gun control's gonna be a hard fucking sell when you look at what's happened lately, like, oh, I don't know, Israeli families getting butchered because they don't have weapons. The ones who do have weapons uh, often manage to save some or all of their families. Uh, some of them died fighting. You know, having a gun is not, you know, a uh, vaccine. Well, an old-school old vaccine, you know, it doesn't prevent the bad thing, necessarily, like old school vaccines did, and so we got the new vaccines that just they don't do much anything apparently. Um, although I just took the shingles uh, thing and I had a sore arm and I felt a little in, a little off the next day, but that was it. And uh, you know, I really don't want shingles because it's horrible. And here's the another thing: I, I mentioned this on Twitter, and people were like, "Get the vaccine." I had shingles. Shingles are fucked up. You don't want shingles. People were like. DMing me pictures of their shingles. And that shit's nasty looking. Okay? It's not pleasant. I purely aesthetic grounds. I'm against. So I got the thing. I feel good. We'll see what happens when I get the second shot around Christmas. Uh and around Christmas, I may have another book out called The Attack. And it is about terrorism and it's a novel and it's really good. And anyway, back to uh back to the uh, main killer guy. Why is he gone. Why is he not useful? Or is it more useful to, well, Palestinians are getting their asses kicked after murdering and raping 1,400 people, but they're getting their asses kicked, and it's sad, and it's like, fuck you. I, I expect, I expect leftists uh, to want to see Israelis murdered. They also want you murdered. Remember, colonialization, decolonialization means kill the settlers. You're a settler. They want to rape your family and murder them. Oh, they're not going to say it. 
they might not articulate it, but they're doing everything consistent with it, and they're cheering it on when it happens over in Israel. So understand that they want you fucking dead, and that's that's leftist. Then you get the fucking wine women, the Chardonnays who are going, oh, what about the Palestinian children? So my name's like, what, what, what the fuck about them? Maybe their parents shouldn't, I don't know, start fucking wars? That's it. That would be my thing. Here's the thing. I, hey, honey, I would like my kids not to be, you know, bombed while they're trying to kill me uh, and the kids are around. I'm not going to start a war with anybody. Sounds like a really good policy. It sounds like a really good way to do things. Um, apparently, you know, Israel has some sort of moral obligation to care more about Palestinian children than the Palestinians do. Um, nah, we're not going to do that. I love that Israel's like, nah, we're not going to do that. Ceasefire, nah, we're not going to do that. Yeah. And they're just fucking shit up. Uh, why are they holding off on the ground assault? Now, it's kind of going on, but kind of not. Why are they holding it up? Let me explain the concept. Okay. As a battalion commander, commander cavalry squad, I could get almost anything. I could get more bullets. I could get more people if I needed them. Uh, more equipment, more fuel. I mean, American logistics and administrative support was pretty freaking amazing. I could get almost anything I wanted, except for time. Time is the most glorious gift it is. There is time. It is beautiful. Time gives you space. It gives you elasticity. It gives you options. You should. You need to be. Remember Heat Miser in that little cartoon? I'm Mr. Heat Miser. I'm Mr. Sun. Did it? Did it? I love that. By the way, that, that that song is still in my head after like fifty years. Ah, you need to be time miser. You need to guard your time. And the Israelis have been taking theirs. And what do you do with time when you have an attack coming? Well, you eliminate enemy targets. They're bombing 200, they're dropping 250 bombs a day. That's a lot of fucking shit up. They're building up their logistics base. They're building up their admin support. They're building up their maintenance. You know, you bring all these vehicles out of the reserves because they're not all just sitting there waiting. I mean, they're they're in storage. You've got to maintain them. You've got to repair them. You've got to make sure they work. Oh, my gosh. I was a, a battalion motor officer for a mechanized infantry battalion when I was like a first lieutenant. Fucked up job. My job was to oversee the maintenance of the battalion. We had like 150 armored vehicles. Those shit, they're like jalopy. They fall like they hoopties. Their shit falls apart all the time. Everything's going wrong with them. Trannies going out, engines blown, tracks coming off. You've got to maintain. There's a lot of work to be done. And you got to get the parts in. That doesn't mean you, you know, y'all, if you need a part for an M113 armored personnel carrier, that shit, you may have to go fucking across your country to go get it. We'd be FedExing parts and shit. It is, it is hard. It takes time. It takes a lot of time. Training. A lot of these guys are reserves. Reservists are great. I was a reservist for a long time. But to get up to peak efficiency, you have to do and do and do constantly. Somebody on Twitter the other day was saying, hey, you know, uh, I, you know, if you're coming to my training, uh, I don't care what you've done. You have to start from the very beginning. You can't go to an advanced class. And I was thinking, well, I'm a 27-year vet. I've deployed twice. I've been to uh, riots and things. And you bet your ass I would start from the I would start from what is a gun? 
All right, I've been out for nine years. Now, I may pick it up quicker. I may get some muscle memory back. I'm going to start from the beginning because that's how training is done. You have to hone yourself to peak perfection. Okay, you you have to you you have to train correctly. You have to train in such a manner that you are bringing people up to the standards. Reservists are great, but reservists need refresher training. Everybody needs. Why do you think? Why do you think active duty guys train all the time? Because these are super perishable skills. So if I've got a month to train my guys, holy shit. You know what I can do with a unit in a month? I do a lot if I've got my shit together. Okay? I think the Israelis, I, I'm hoping they have their shit together. Uh, because you can do a lot of good in uh, 30 days. You know? And these are these are a lot of skills. And they've got to do... Very specialized kind of fighting. Uh, they've also got to do a lot of combat engineering stuff. Who are the combat engineers? Combat engineers are important. They build stuff. They tear stuff down. They disarm. They really don't disarm bombs. That's kind of a specialty. Uh, explosive ordnance demolition. Uh, but they do a lot to remove obstacles, uh, to create pathways, to... Uh, uh, do mobility and counter mobility. I mean, the engineers are freaking great. And combat engineers are going to prepare the way into town. Uh, once you get in town, you've got a fucked up fight. You have Stalingrad times Fallujah times 100. There is a lot of rubble. Uh, what do you do with rubble? You fight behind. Okay. They've also, the bad guys also have tunnels. Those have to be, you know, if you're going to go over top of them, you got to identify them. You got to find the holes. You got to, uh, the, uh, uh, doors, the entryways, got to blow those or secure those. There's a, a there's a lot of shit to do. You got to see a lot. You got to learn a lot. Uh, if I'm the Israelis, I've got drones everywhere. I got all my intelligence analysts down to the NATS. I mean, down to the building. Tell me about this building. Tell me about that building. So I can go to the infantry commander and go, okay, this is the street block you're going to fight on. Here are the buildings. Here are the floor plans. If you have the floor plans. Uh, time. So when they and, and, and Hamas is getting weaker, Hamas is not getting the shipments of shit it used to get. It is burning gas. It is uh, uh eating food, burning supplies, burning rockets, burning ammo every single day. Israel's getting resupplied. The assholes are not. That is every day. Hamas gets weaker every day. Israel gets stronger in the military kinetic sense. That is in the fighting sense. In the information warfare sense, uh, a, a lot of our fucked up establishment seems to like the fucking terrorists. And that's a disgrace. It's disgusting. It is uh, totally to be expected because our ruling class is garbage. Uh, also, our youth are very, very into uh, the whole Palestinian thing. For, and, and it is not a morally difficult situation, okay? It, it is the easiest thing in the world is figuring out who the good guy and the bad guy is in the Israel-Palestine thing. Well, first of all, there is no Palestine. They fucking lost it when they lost their war. So fuck them and fuck their dreams of a larger, shittier country as opposed to this shitty, shitty rump 
localities that they uh, uh, control now. And, um, you know, when someone is unwilling to answer questions like, if you want Israel to stop bombing them, why don't you just tell the uh, Hamas guys to give up their hostages and surrender? And that never occurs to them. Or they're unwilling to do it. You know, you don't have somebody there who's concerned about Palestinian kids. What you have is someone there who wants to kill Jews. And uh, there are some on the right who are in that shit. There are some on the right doing that. Uh, they're not like you and me. I think a lot of them are the Nick Fuentes type, a little fucking gross toe goblin geeks. Oh my God, they're just, oh. I, there, there is nothing, nothing more despicable than, you know, a little anti-Semite internet itch or dickhead. I just, and they're gross and they're stupid and they're unloved uh, because they don't deserve love. They just deserve contempt. It is, uh, it is uh, sad that so many people seem to hearken to them. Uh, I'm personally disgusted. I mean, I was discussing with academia long ago. And to the extent this is exposing them and making people hate them because they're garbage in academia, great. We already knew it, but normies didn't. But, you know, when normal people, I'm going to get back to normal people. I say, normal people see, uh, you know, the solution to a college who has a rampaging mob of, uh, Palestinians, you know, running around and threatening Jews and the idea, the, the, the plan of the administration is, well, you Jews can go hide in the closet. Okay. Pulling it in, Frank, is not, you know, never again. I have a different idea. How about, hey, motherfuckers, you're all expelled. Cops, go get them. Bring your six. There's my solution. No compromise. No bullshit. We don't talk to these people. You fucking conform or you are cast out. Fuck you. And, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, uh, dickhead college kids are perfectly happy to pose uh, in their, uh, uh, you know, little Hitler youth to vibe because they know there's no consequences. What I love is you've got some of these uh, larger law firms going, you know, I can't really hire you if you uh, write kill all the dirty Jews on your Instagram. That's not, you know, conducive to the kind of Fortune 500 uh, clientele that we're looking for. No, it is not. It is uh, uh, appalling and disgusting. And, uh, you know, if that's cancel culture, count me the fuck in. All right? Because I'm sick of this shit. You know who else is sick? Normal people. And I love this video. You may have seen it. It's some hard Just normal working guy, And they're all ethnicities and shit. And they're just normal guys. New York accent, and they see this fat fuck pulling down uh, posters of kidnapped and fucking lose it. You got one black guy there, he's going, hey man, I'm a vet, cut that shit out. You got one guy going, hey, I'm not Jewish, I don't know, maybe he's Jewish, I don't know if he's Jewish, but it doesn't matter, this is America, we have freedom of speech, you can't pull that down. Well, I can pull it down, man, you can't pull it down, you throw it in the street, you're littering, I'm about to litter the street with you. And I'm like, Fuck yeah. There was a time when the left loved guys like this. Working man. Working men. You know, fucking standing up for what they believe in. These are guys who won fucking World War II. Right? 
punt and sue America, guys that Donald Trump uh, went out of his way to appeal to because the Democrats thought they were dirty and racist and 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 and, and you know there some of the relatives came from Europe. Although not all, I mean, this group of working guys just look like the freaking UN, not like not like the Disney bullshit, but like we're just real guys. Okay, we're not giving you a lesson. We're just guys who work. You know, we're not trying to show you, you know, how woke we are. We're just guys who fucking work for a living. This dude was not fucking having it, and I'm not fucking having it. And I, uh, you know, and I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear any bullshit about cancel culture. Okay. Because you motherfuckers started it, leftists. You started it. You started the whole cancel culture thing. You started going, well, you know, he was 14. He was singing along to a rap song on a video. He posted on Instagram. It said, you know, a nasty, unpleasant word, which incidentally people shouldn't say because it's disgusting. But, you know, there you go. Uh, but he was 14, and now he's like 19, and we're going to ruin his fucking life because of some dumb shit he did when he was 14. Okay, cancel culture, that's bad. Uh, grown law students walking around going, kill all the Jews. Okay, different kind of bad. And if that's kind of saying, I'm not going to have anything to do with this human anus is bad, I'm a bad guy. If that's cancel culture, count me the fuck in. And I don't want to hear any crying from you leftists. Because y'all started, I warned you, I got a bunch of columns where I'm saying, you're not going to like how this plays out. You are not going to like this new rule. I'm against this new rule. I don't want it. I'm warning it. Don't embrace this new rule. Don't impose this new rule on us. You're not going to like how it turns out because it's going to bite you on your ample ass. I've noticed a lot of them are very fat. It's going to bite you on your ample ass. Don't do it. They're like, nah, I'm smarter than you. I can't be touched. Uh, nothing will, nothing bad will ever happen to me. I'm Homer fucking Simpson. Uh, blah, da, 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 da. And suddenly, what do you mean I don't get my, uh, what do you mean I don't get my, uh, 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 gig for 250 a year at the, you know, giant, uh, the lawyer firm of attorneys? Wait, how's that? Wait, what? Yeah, See, that's how this shit works, motherfucker. Well, I, I mean, I don't like this. No, I guess you don't. You're probably pretty sad about it. <clears throat> God, if only someone hadn't had warned you that this was a bad idea. If only somebody had said, wait a minute, maybe you don't want to do this. Oh, wait, that would have been me. And you essentially told me to go screw myself. Well, how you feeling now, bitch? How you feeling? Now? Feeling good? Shit working out for you? Pretty happy about it? Uh, I seem pretty sad. Oh, well, not my problem. That shit's your problem. And uh, don't look at me. Do not, I say again, do not look at me for any sympathy, because I'm just going to laugh in your fucking face. This is unredacted. Town Hall VIP podcast from Kurt Schlichter. I, uh, I'm very uh, excited about Overlord, my new Kelly Turnbull novel. I want you to go get it. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, I've got Town Hall columns. You need to see those or read those. See my video stream of purchases every Friday. And, uh, you know, subscribe to me on Twitter. You can go subscribe at, uh, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Schlichter Arena on Locals. 
where you get uh, links to all the Kurt stuff and uh, special things and so forth. So anyway, that's uh, that's my thing. I will uh, I will talk to you soon. Bye.